0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The Georgia Bulldogs are back-to-back college football playoff national champions. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. a Stetson Bennett QB1 truther, Dag on it, that boy wins football games. And with me as always is AJ. Jalen Carter is actually bad if you ask Twitter, Mark Hazy. Oh, those are good takes. There's been so many of those takes, Rob. I loved them. Today we're talking all the NFL draft prospects who won, lost, and got lost in the sauce during the college football natty. Let it seven, seven,
0: seven, seven. And a, one, and a, two, and a one two three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving out to Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today?
1: Who's going to put ketchup on a stick?
0: Who's Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The the home team. team. Let's go seven Seven rounds. rounds. Let's go go seven rounds rounds together. Let's go go seven rounds rounds forever.
1: forever. And And that's that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sportsdrink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the dogs out. Go dogs,
0: Georgia, baby. <laughs> Um, was that the worst college football game you ever watched?
1: I think. Perhaps.
0: It's up there. It was immediately boring? Well, TCU had the one the, the, the they they struck back. they like, okay, maybe. And then, no.
1: More on that in a second. Before we get into that, AJ. Before we break down the college football national championship and, and tell people why Quentin Johnson's obviously an undrafted player mm-hmm. because he made one mm-hmm. catch, three yards. And Jalen Carter's numbers weren't good, so he's also undrafted. That way they both fall to the Seahawks and Steelers. There you go. Uh let's get let's get through some big da- draft declarations. The the deadline is Monday, January sixteenth, five days from when we record right now. So we're we're seeing some big names, but we're also seeing some big names return to school, which is eyebrow raising. Um but hey first hell baby. First, some of the the, uh, big declarations. Oklahoma receiver Marvin Mims, Kansas State receiver Malik Knowles, Ohio State offensive lineman Paris Johnson and Luke Weibler, Georgia interior defensive lineman Jalen Carter, Clemson interior defensive lineman Brian Brzee, Michigan interior defensive lineman Mozzie Smith, Iowa edge rusher Lucas Van Ness, Kansas edge rusher Lonnie Phelps, Michigan edge rusher Mike Morris, Georgia corner Keely Ringo, and Michigan corner DJ
0: Turner. I don't want to say Marvin Mims uh, coming out surprised me, but like I, I think if I had to put money on it, I would have ret- I would have like leaned toward him going back to school. But I think his um, as you know uh, with Oklahoma being shit, it's almost like he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. And I think as people still had a really solid year, but I think as people they like, dig back in, I think it's gonna be interesting to see where his stock ends up. Again,
1: in a weak receiver mm-hmm. class, too. Guy who is constantly a big play playmaker at a premier program. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I don't know what the numbers are on average, but uh, I assume on average, we have double digit receivers go in the top 100. Uh, Who knows if that'll be the case in a weaker class, but maybe, maybe, I mean, if he goes out there and runs a blazing 40, you never know. No, you don't. Uh, No, I think that's an interesting one. I'm with you there. Paris Johnson, uh, potentially the first left tackle drafted, going to be a nice little battle, I think, between uh, him, Broderick Jones, and Pierce um, Carter and Brzee, two potential top ten picks. Carter, potential top three pick. Yeah.
0: I thought Lucas Van Ness was the most interesting one of all these guys, though. Like, in terms of, like, let's see where his stock ends up, because he could be a big riser. Yeah. He he already has been, but yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, like, when I watched him... um, I, I came away thinking this guy's a lot like Max Crosby, uh, and I th- I think he's better than some of the bigger name uh, edge prospects in this class. Just off the top of my head, like Felix and Inu- mm-hmm. Uzama, Andre Carter at Army, um, Isaiah in Notre Dame. Like maybe especially with like some of these top guys going back to school too. Like if he ends up. I know Dame bruegler has been pounding the table for him. Like, yeah. if he, I don't think it'd be surprising if he ends up in the top
0: forty. Oh no, I don't think so either. Like, right? It, like, oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's like, uh, in the twenties. Um, again, I haven't really dug in too much on him, and um, he's good. He's good, but <laughs> it's still like a long process too. But no, I, I totally agree. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a first round pick.
1: You know which one hurt me the most?
0: Which one, Rob? Lonnie Phelps, not, not. Given just one more year.
1: Yeah. And guess what piece that one... Uh oh. Uh oh. Who's that? Uh oh. Uh oh. The college football reference page started talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I've been, Lonnie's been my guy. You know mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty, like, 2021. I thought he he was not that far off from Dominique Robinson when they're uh, rushing past her together with Miami of Ohio. Transfers to Kansas, had a very good year, but I thought. Could have really built some momentum if he went back for his senior year. We'll see what happens, but I really hope he gets drafted because I I have a draftable on him. And I'm a big fan of his. Uh,
0: I hope I hope for your sake too, buddy.
1: And are all the Michigan players leaving because Jim Harbaugh is going to be the Panthers head coach?
0: Oh, you got you got and the Broncos head coach. You got a big one to announce coming back to Ann Arbor. So, the yeah, biggest play one. for Sean Moore. <laughs> who wouldn't. Draymond Green left too. Oh my god, he would have been a six-year senior. Or something.
1: Um, any, any of these other dec- We'll do a bigger declaration yeah. show, but probably next uh, week. I was gonna say though, so much talent, and I don't know if I'm just recency bias. Is this much talent generally returning to school, or do you like? I know, I, I, we've both been talking about it to each other throughout the week. Like we think NIL is playing a, a major role in some of these guys who might be. 60-40 on on going pro might get that more 50-50 by getting a little NIL money. Um am I reading too much into this or
0: is does it seem like there's more big-time talent returning to school than normal? I yeah, I think I think there's some recency bias, but I do obviously I 100% agree NIL is playing a huge factor in it, but I do think there's more big-time return to school this year than 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 the past couple years. Because I think I think the, you know the, the last I don't know five years or so of college football and NFL draft, I think it's been trending to more more towards junior if you have a good year and you, you know you're you're a five star recruit blah 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 you come out, um, not that that isn't still the case but you know back in maybe maybe ten drafts ago I think that was a little bit more you know like come back for your senior year blah blah blah. Um, so I do think of recent I, I think it I mean again I don't have the fucking you know the, the names up in front of me of all the last five drafts uh, guys returning but of recent it seems like it seems like more yeah, I totally agree and i I think the influence is the Nil because if you don't have like a you know a day one or day two grade from the from the draft committee there, um, why not go back to college and get a I don't know a fucking chip sponsorship and well- whatnot? And I think the big, the biggest
1: thing to me is with all this returning talent, like Jared Verse going back to Florida State. That's a guy who the biggest shocker. I feel like who I, I honestly believe might have ended up in the top ten because I think he would have tested off the charts. Yeah, I think he was going to be a top fifteen pick. Making that jump from Albany to Florida State had a dominant year. You watch the tape. He, he's he's like right up there to me with that kind of second tier of edge rushers after Will Anderson, like. Ty- Tyree Wilson, it's him. It's Miles Murphy. It's mm-hmm. it's maybe b- if you're a BJ Ogilary, stand like me. Um, so that one blew my mind. And then your guy Blake Corum. Part of that is his position, in-
0: a position and injury.
1: And I, it sounds like the injury is the reason he returned. Right torn yeah. meniscus, wasn't gonna be able to participate in the combine. Had a phenomenal year at Michigan, and now I'm I'm sitting here thinking, is Michigan gonna have? two of the top five running backs in the 2024 NFL draft between him and Donovan Edwards. Who I, Edwards was incredible this year. Yeah, I think Edwards is going to go higher than Corum. Um I do too, but at the same time, like, Coram was going to be... Uh, he was he was the number two back in this class for a lot of people after Bijan John Robinson, right? Like He might not have ended up there because of the injury, Yeah, but, but you watch the tape and, and you, you're going to have a hard time not having him as a top five back in this class. It's a very good class. A lot like D'Angelo Williams' uh, playing style was, and I I don't know that one just really shook me because
0: I thought he he was a top 100 lock, but maybe maybe he wants more. Yeah, he's gonna be. A, I think he's 24. By the time he gets drafted now, which is a little. Are you serious? Yeah, I think so. I, I think did not realize that. I Think so. I think so. Uh, which is a little. But I mean, I mean, at large though, when you're looking at running backs, does does the draft age really matter anymore? Because you're only getting one contract anyways, right? So All right, that's a good point. Why not get an extra year of uh, NIL money at a big time school instead of getting a little dinky one year contract that you know maybe you don't get a maybe we'll see if this this trend continue for running backs when they could be the big man on campus and you know making good, like, good NIL money if they're not to... in that like Bijan Robinson yeah tier yeah cuz why why you know it's I know it's not the same as NFL money but it's 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 not too far off of a you know a third round pick, right? Potentially. Yeah, I mean if if it's at
1: Michigan, right? Like mm-hmm. if it's at one of these schools with insane uh, booster money, um, just anyone else like Cooper Beebe going back surprised me too. Yeah, like me too. State. Yeah, the the Clemson interior D line duo of Rook and Tyler Davis,
0: which is incredible for for the Tigers. Um, incredible for for Jim Nagy because the Senior Bowl roster next should be loaded, baby.
1: <laughs> he had them both. This year
0: <laughs> I know
1: um Layden Robinson at Texas A&M that which I thought st- was a really smart one though
0: uh, probably yeah because you know this A&M team just stunk and they can't be this bad next year but yeah and I
1: think he, he's a guy who could have been the top interior offensive lineman like was viewed as maybe the top interior tier offensive was. lineman prior to the season yeah. uh didn't have the best year but like a build on that I plus mean, gets lost in the shuffle at, 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 at Tamu there right Cade Stover back to the Buckeyes is a big one. Um, they're gonna have all the playmakers they need. Uh, just need to find a quarterback. And of course, South Carolina getting Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells back. Maybe. I think. I think Rattler. I think both of them going back is is pretty wise for them too. Yeah. No. De- definitely. I think Juice Wells is gonna be one of the, um, maybe one of the top uh, upperclassmen receivers next year. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Uh, Rattler, like, the only thing I think would have maybe helped is, like, you know, we had a, a good run at the end, and it's a bad quarterback class. But, yeah, but, but I mean, you. It, it, I don't know. You'd be, like, Stetson Bennett was going to go ahead of him in the draft, so. Dark and he's back. got the Spurs up money. He's going to be rolling in for him, too, so. Uh, you're going to get sued. Um, Friend of the oh, show, also, what are you talking about?
1: Also, speaking of, uh Jordan Birch transferring mm-hmm. from South Carolina to Oregon, and Brandon Dorlis going back to Oregon. Pretty sweet 2024 defensive line combo there. Yeah, that's nasty. Uh,
0: Dan Landing back in his bag, baby.
1: Yeah, baby. Uh, moving on to the Senior Bowl, where uh, Jim Nagy had his moment of fame, where he did the uh, Senior Bowl announcement show. I still don't know how it was to be viewed. There was... There was links to podcasts. There was links to NFL.com. It wasn't playing on NFL Network when I tried to watch
0: it. But they announced the roster. It didn't seem any different than the day before. I heard um, he, he did it live from the backstage of a Fits in the Tantrums concert, though. <laughs> They're not even playing uh, the Senior Bowl. Are they?
1: Isn't that who he got this year? No, I thought he uh, – they just played the, like, Peach Bowl or something.
0: Oh, yeah. They're playing everything right now. They, they're New Year's Rock and Eve. Uh, listen listen to more on our fits in the spot. Um, But, hey,
1: for now, it looks like the Senior Bowl roster is set. They've only got five quarterbacks. Apparently, they're waiting on Will Levis. But I refuse to accept that Jim Nagy didn't offer Stetson Bennett a spot. Oh, there's zero chance he didn't. Right, but apparently so they've got five quarterbacks right now. I think we've seen them have up to what, like seven? I think so.
0: Yeah. You'll be like, Oh, we had to bring seven guys this year. There's no way Stessin Bennett isn't one of them. I don't think Will Levis will end up going. I, I think it was uh old Matty Miller today pounding the table for him. It should be there. Like he, he's saying he should show up. Um but I don't I don't I don't think so either. Like when you're gonna look damn good at your pro day why fuck around? Just, just and, go be a top ten pick. Who cares? And
1: uh I just yeah I I mean if Stetson isn't there, that just seems like Nagy's
0: lost his. Basketball. He's lost. Yeah, he's lost it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh
1: There was one more actual Senior Bowl acceptance. It was Ivan Pace Jr., the linebacker from Cincinnati. They poached him from the East West Shrine.
0: Good one, good one for the Angers. It's gonna be fun to see him in coverage on running backs. That's a big test for him.
1: But we'll obviously do our big senior Bowl preview show, but because the uh the roster was technically officially announced, but it says uh, there's going to be more additions by the way. Like right well, in Well, there, there has there has to be.
0: <laughs> Why does he do the show if there's going to be more additions? Well, we'll just
1: do it later.
0: Oh, yeah, abs- I mean look, and, like and put on and put it on primetime television cuz we'd be tuned in. Or,
1: or at least do it after the declaration when you got like the covid year impacting some of this. Yeah, I don't. You know? Yeah. Anyway, AJ, stop shitting on it. Sorry. This is this is where our, our bread, bread gets is buttered. Buttered. Hey, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I knew which one you were trying to pull. Go. Okay. Which offensive player on the current Senior Bowl <laughs> roster are, are are you most excited to see right now? Again, you don't have to go into that much detail.
0: We'll save it for the big show. But. Well, look, I, I I don't know how many times I've said this before, but the Senior Bowl is for trench play, so we gotta right. we gotta start it there you know what? There's a lot, there's a lot of good offensive linemen. Yep. Quickly. Maybe I'm very interested to see how John Michael Schmitz, I've seen a lot of hype. I'm not sure if I'm there, so I want to see how he holds up, but I think overall coming up from, uh, the, oh the stings, the, the loss in the FCS championship game. I want to see mm-hmm. Cody mock come out and be a star. Our guy. Yeah. I think he's, I'm not saying he hasn't risen big time already, but still a little hush, hush, nibble, nibble. I think Cody Mock's going to come out and, um, like solidify himself as a top, uh, I, I, at worst, like a top like sixty guy. He fits the
1: mold of the classic uh, yearly non FBS offensive lineman who blows up. Yeah, uh, both because he he's got that gritty look to him, and because <laughs> yeah. he plays really well. I'm with you. the The offensive line group looks really good on paper. It does. Yeah. Uh, assuming it holds, like I was watching Dewan Jones tape last night. I'm not so certain he won't end up in the first round after a strong week at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Buckeyes' right tackle. Um, he improved so much this year. The the guy who I, I think is a bit of a sleeper who I'll, I'll, I'll mention North Carolina left tackle of Seam Richards. I was watching him last night and I, I had watched nothing and man he put on a a, a show against uh, Isaiah Foskey.
0: That's that's good. I haven't I have seen much on him either. So but you know you know Nagy knows what he's doing. Um, just shout out one more FCS guy. Our guy Curtis McLennan, coming up from uh the, the mocks baby mock up um the, the the big old guard i want to see him um so he holds up and i think he's gonna look pretty good too i i, I don't think he's gonna be you know the type of riser that i expect mock to be but i think he can definitely uh make himself some bucks down a mobile okay if you throw one more i throw one more evan hull
1: northwest guy King. that's my guy i think he's gonna be the best combo of uh pass catching pass protection that's actually not true because Rashawn Johnson's there. But hey, I think <laughs> Evan Hull's going to be a New England Patriot.
0: They're just going to keep drafting running backs, defensive players. Mm-hmm. Which which guy are you most excited about? Sorry, I got I got to scroll down. But look, like, we got. You know what? I, I'm going to lie. I don't have to scroll down. It's the first guy in alphabetical order. Um, after that Ohio State domination game from Adam to Adio Adibouare Northwestern, I think I want to see, it. I want to I want to see him kick some ass down in Mobile. I another guy, Freaksless dude um uh, a big time against you just said my potentially two for, I know he doesn't match up against tackles but potentially two first round tackles uh people some people love Luke Whippler I'm not sure where I am on him yet um and he, he kicked ass he dominated he, he had uh, northwestern in that game for a long time um and still you know a bit of a sleepery name so I want to see him come out in uh, against a really good offensive line group like we just said uh put on a show I think he's got a good chance uh, obviously, like, Tyree
1: Wilson's the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Feels like she's <laughs> to say him. Uh, Siaki Ike goes up there, too. But Alabama's Byron Young. I'm still waiting yeah. for that, that kind of late first-round buzz to come. I'm all in on him. I think he's going to be phenomenal. Great combo uh, of uh, powerful punch and, and quickness for an interior defensive lineman. That's a guy I'm really excited about. And I just really like this defensive back group. Specifically,
0: the Illinois boys. That's, I mean, look, Demon Witherspoon. I, I mean, I think he's got a chance to be a first round pick. That's I. I
1: think Sydney Brown uh, mm-hmm. is low key. Like I know his brother
0: Chase has all the hype, but Sydney Brown's getting drafted for Chase Brown. What? I think you might be right. Yeah, I mean, again, we're gonna pound the the table for the London Ontario duo. I mean, so also like all the safeties, like Jordan Battle, Jair Brown, Sidney Brown, Demarco
1: Helms, Jamie Robinson, JL Skinner. Christopher Smith, that's seven that's... safeties who could go in the top one hundred. Now and like also I think Jay Ward, who's more of a nickel, is a super underrated prospect.
0: Let me let me be the, the wet blanket here and say maybe the reason Nagy does the show early is because this roster's not gonna look as good come the first week of February. It'll look better. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um He'll get Brian Branch eligible for it. Mm hmm. That's like a, that's a hell of a of a safety group. It's that's a, such a good safety group. Like that, like on paper, I think that's the best one I've ever seen. Um, <laughs>
1: that's that. Is that why you don't believe it?
0: No, but hey, how about I got Julius Brant showing up? Gonna gonna. That's not not a very good receiver group. So these DBs got a chance to shine, man. Yeah, for real. Uh,
1: some height or size, I should say, with these uh, corners between him and
0: uh, Tariq Stevenson. Um but yeah, okay. We can throw out many, many names but we'll, we'll save Oh we'll well, yeah, it. we'll save it. We'll save it. Nothing
1: new on the East West Shrine game uh radar for
0: now. They're just having players poached. Uh Zay Flowers is still going though. I love that. I love that. I mean I think he commits just like he did to Boston College. You gotta commit and he's he's gonna be there, no problem.
1: Yeah, I'm, hey, you gotta you gotta hand it to Galco. I think the receiver group is more interesting.
0: Oh, it is better. Like like the, you know like the, truly the most excited I am of this whole receiver group at the senior bowl to see? Is the Princeton guy. And Andre uh, IO's Big V's. I. Big Andre I. Big Andre I. That's literally you know, what I'm you, most excited to see.
1: You know what I think interesting? Apparently Elijah Higgins can play some tight end. That's that makes a lot of sense. And that could that could be some nice money for, for Higgins. I'm I'm most excited for Rashid Rice, but um I mean you look at the uh East West Shrine receivers, Zay uh, obviously, the big one. Jalen Cropper's a really interesting player. Mm-hmm. So, is his teammate, Nico Remigio, that's your boy. Yep. I um, uh, like Dallas Daniels from uh, Jackson State. In uh, A.T. Perry's there. Yeah. Jake Bobo. Bryce Ford Wheaton. It's all our guys. Studs. Uh, big, big receivers, too. they all the big boys. Yeah. I love it. Galick a size queen. <laughs> College Football National Championship. Georgia 65. TCU 7. Yep. Yes, AJ, to answer your question at the top of the show, this is the worst game I've ever seen.
0: What a So I'm a, I'm a loser, and I had this game on three different screens, getting all 22 with the, the Skycam okay. view and the main broadcast, and I was ready to turn all three screens off very quick. It was uh, very disappointing.
1: The the moment I I feel like it, you knew that like obviously all your TCU's had these been the cardiac uh, toads they've come mm-hmm. back in a bunch of games they're a second half team blah 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 but it felt like when it was seventeen seven they were on Georgia Georgia's forty six and they punted on yeah. fourth and six it felt like that was the white flag like. The, like, I get why you didn't go for it. Because you go for it, you don't get it. Georgia goes up 24-7. But guess what? Georgia went up 24-7 anyway. Georgia went up 65-7 <laughs> in the end. Like, I feel like that they they that was when it was just the nail in the coffin. Ponting. Um, they didn't seem, I don't know, aggressive enough. It just felt like they were outmatched the whole game. And they didn't play an aggressive enough game to
0: kind of steal some possessions. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it felt like you know, the break between the loss in the Big Twelve Championship game and the and the semifinal against Michigan, that build up to that game, you know, Michigan might have put some, you know, uh built um, you know, material up on their wall, shit talking a little bit. That felt like their their Super Bowl and they came up and they, they shut up Michigan yeah. and they kicked ass. And then it felt like they just came out and f- fell flat on their face and they had no plan this game where you know, like if 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 they were you know, if they got one hour to prep for this game they had no chance because they're just they don't have the talent that Georgie does. But given them, you know, almost a month against Michigan, where I mean, uh, not, they lost, they won. Michigan lost, but I think you can say Michigan's a more talented team. Uh, you know, give them all that hype. I think that was the difference. Where like, cause like this whole game, I'm like, how did Michigan lose to this team? And I think they just wanted it more. And then this game, Georgia, you know, oh, they're, they're who was it? Um, uh, Nolan Smith is like they said we're gonna go seven and six. Kirby, Kirby had seven them. and
1: five. Seven
0: Come and five, yeah, Sorry, Kirby had him so fired up uh, to go to go and prove the world wrong. Like the the game to lose was a, was the Ohio State game. Period. And once that happened, uh, it wasn't happening this week. TCU had a
1: perfect game plan for the Michigan game. Absolutely.
0: Michigan they, also played range right of their fucking hands too, like dumb dumbs. Yeah.
1: And in, in that Michigan game, we talked about it last week. Uh, or yeah, last week mm-hmm. when we were going through the prospects, all the t- all of TCU's best prospects had dominant performances against Michigan. Like Dylan Horton was unblockable. Who? Quentin Johnson had 163 yards. Like D. Winners had the pick six. Travis Hodges, Thompson, yeah, he had some uh, some yes. PIs, but also made plays in coverage throughout the game. Um and, and, and just to add, like Kendry Miller healthy or not, like if Kendra Miller was a hundred percent in this game, they they wouldn't have it wouldn't have changed. Right. Like, um Maybe they get a field goal. Yeah. And then it's just the SEC size, the the five stars add up
0: eventually. Like five Absolutely. stars stars matter. Uh, but I mean, hey, look, to to go one sorry Rob, to go one play, right? D Winters, you know, was going out and ruining Donovan Edwards. That's a that's a five star. Rune and JJ McCarthy that's a five star. He also had a clear shot on Stetson Bennett who's a no star. And at that one play where Bennett just dipped him and oh, ran for a thir- first, first on go. third and 10. I'm just saying this was Georgia's, this was just Georgia's game. Like it, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't th- I think if it was if they played Ohio State no, again, right. I think I think Georgia would have won by not like that, but they would have won by three touchdowns. It was just their night too. And it was not the Frogs night. It was a well, perfect that, that- storm. I shit. think to
1: be to beat Georgia you have to you you have to have a perfect game it feels like. Yeah. You you have to have one perfect game plan. You have to be aggressive,
0: like more aggressive yeah. than normal.
1: And, and I think Ryan Day and the Buckeyes did all of that. Absolutely.
0: And, temp, and, temp, and tempo they, and keeping that defense on the field. Like they did a great job. And, and they fell short.
1: Yeah, and, and hey even throwing some surprises at them with this use of CJ Stroud's legs and it yeah. just it didn't it didn't end up happening because obviously they missed the game winning kick. But I mean, the big, i think the biggest moment of that game was Kirby calling the timeout on the fake punt. And yep, he, I mean, sixty-five-seven. Uh, Aj,
0: sixty-five. Like I'm not trying to d- diminish the talent golf. I know a lot of people. You know, it's just like, oh, this is SEC talent, blah, blah blah. Look at the size, blah blah blah. I feel like that's that's doing a bit of a disservice to TCU. I well, I, I just think that this game came down to. TCU just wasn't ready. Like they 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 didn't they didn't want lay George did. Like I I think that's really not not to say on a neutral field both 100% fired up, I think Georgia still wins, but I like like we just said there's a lot of talent on TCU. Is their experienced team I, I I I don't know. I, I think I think maybe they're making it out to be too much because like we've seen this, this Georgia team struggle in Mizzou this year. I don't think this, it's the SCC Georgia team TC talent age. Right? Exactly. They didn't play that top of a schedule. Like I, Georgia is a, the best team oh, in college football. AJ. Georgia is the best if, team in if, th- college if, football. If,
1: if you think they didn't play a tough schedule this year, wait until you see next year. I schedule. did. I this did team's
0: see team's going undefeated. 100%. It doesn't I, matter who's quarterback. No, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Georgia is the best team in college football. They're not as good as they were last year. Oh, no. Last year's team beats them. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Stetson yeah. was better this year. But other than well, that. But, I
1: mean, the, the, the th- last year's team... You still have Brock Bowers, you still have Darnell Washington, you also have, uh, on top of Kenny McIntosh, Samir White, James Cook, who had a great rookie season, mm-hmm. Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, who were the best two rookie interior defensive linemen this year. N'Kobe Dean. Kobe Dean. Quay Walker, who I know his NFL rookie season ended poorly, but he was, I think, arguably the best off-ball linebacker among rookies this year. I think he was,
0: yeah. I mean, the only downside for last year's Georgia is they got Darian Kendrick. That hurt him. That's true. Project <laughs> Jones wasn't starting, and he was yeah. actually
1: better th- than their tackles. Um, speaking of Project Jones.
0: Yeah, I'd get in the nitty-gritty.
1: I think that's where we start, Rob. Bro- Project Jones had a dominant game for the Bulldogs. Uh, you could see why throughout this game. He is potentially the first tackle off the board this year. The athletic gifts are really impressive. Uh, the consistency in which he pancakes people Man. is hilarious.
0: Yeah. I, you tweeted I sh- out a couple of them. Like, really, I just started watching him because there was nothing much else to watch when, uh, you know, Georgia was on the field. Um, because, like, because I said earlier, who, Dylan Horton, no show. Winters had his, had a couple decent plays, but struggled. But anyways, Broderick Jones, man, just, like, how well they get him out on the move and put him the spot to make those crazy, you know, monstrous pancakes, you know, fucking way outside. And, and his ability to get there, obviously, the athleticism is freaky. Now- I'm not saying
1: he's he's the same caliber of prospect as I- Iki Aquanu, but that's who I was thinking yeah. of on some of these plays because just the ability to move in space, the physicality, uh,
0: the blowing just blowing dudes up. It was, a horrible, um, it was a fun miss for me. I didn't like him coming to the season that much, and uh, even in pass protection, he's he looked great. I thought in the, in this game, but just the way him getting on the move was was even had the, the Stetson touchdown run where he just. He was out in front and didn't have to block anybody. Like, you know that's that's not gonna be your night when when he had two lead blockers on a Stetson Bennett touchdown run and they didn't have to touch anyone, anyways.
1: Yeah, he he played an incredible game.
0: He did. Um, uh,
1: the the TC, like Dylan, Dylan Horton, really quiet game, mm-hmm. just not a lot going on as a pass for the pass rush. Um, D winners, struggling coverage yeah. throughout the game. just a couple solved run stops, but struggling coverage. Uh Hodges Tomlinson, I thought, I thought had his struggles too. Yeah, and, and like Georgia wasn't really using their wide receivers; it was just like Brock Bowers' time, um, <laughs> which, which was very wise. Yeah, yes, very smart. Uh, and the Georgia, um, Georgia's defense, it was just like, I don't know, they just sold out to stop Quentin Johnston. Yeah, and, and that—that's the, all they had to do. Quentin Johnson, three targets. One catch, three yards. It was like a uh, caught like right around the line of scrimmage. Max Duggan mm-hmm. missed him once on that deep play down, What was it? Like a, a post down the seam or whatever. Yeah. Just totally missed him through, through the to Javon Bullard for the pick. Bullard had um, an awesome game, by the way. It was – Keeley Ringo played a good game. Uh, I know they kind of had that. The one play you made was on that kind of – I think it was Bullard and Ringo both followed Johnston yeah. uh, out of the slot on that switch release and uh, Darius Davis picked up the big gain. But other than that, like and that was TC's one scoring drive and other than that it was just nothing going on. Either really Ringo had a nice bounce back game. This is a good matchup for him. Like Quentin Johnson is more of that big straight line playmaker. And Ringo has the size and the speed to match that uh, and carry that downfield rather than kind of
0: get lost against a better Route right runner, change of direction. And you. credit to Ringo, we we both said, uh "Quinn Johnson's gonna go out and smoke his ass," and and he he very much did not. I mean, again, Johnson, should have had a huge, probably would have scored. And
1: yeah, like his stat line, I one, I can't believe they didn't get him more targets. Like this, they this did guy did such so, a bad job of getting him involved because, like, I get like, okay, Max Duggan's not gonna hit him. Like Max Duggan's have a bad game. He's not hitting him on those fifteen plus route. Yeah, routes that that we see Johnson eat people up with. But we also see what he can do after the catch, both on screens, drags. Like, just get him the ball in space, and they just didn't do a good job of that.
0: Yeah, well, I think, was it the second snap of the game that he had his catch on? Or first series, at least. And it was, you know, just a quick little screen. And then it's like, oh, George is too fast, maybe. And then they just went away from it. Like, because he got eaten that up, sure. Crazy. It was it was poorly blocked. And, like, you know, not to give Sonny Dice credit, but... I think they figured out quickly that they just weren't going to be able to block these uh, Georgia boys out on the edge with the receivers. Yeah. And I, I think, I think after project Jones, I think the second star for Georgia was Christopher Smith.
1: Yep. Who came down uh, my favorite player running the alley. Yeah, man. They ran that, they ran that, what was it, a jet sweep to Darius Davis yep. and Christopher Smith comes flying down, forces the fumble. Georgia
0: recovers. I, I thought the change of direction, like he came flying down, like you said, but then, you know, he kind of didn't have quite the angle on Davis. But mm-hmm. then to, to change the direction of, and match Davis's speed outside, Davis is a legit speedster, and then make the tackle force, that was a hell of a, hell of a he's,
1: play. He's He's one of my favorite players in this class. He, like, you see, like, no one runs the alley in this class like him, except for maybe J.L. Skinner, who is five inches taller and <laughs> yeah. 30 pounds heavier. Uh, like, Christopher Smith just smashes dudes. He looks like he's going to play for a decade, man. Like, such a high IQ and coverage. Like, really great instincts yeah um he and, and you mentioned kind of the change of direction the quickness the only thing working against him is he's like 5 185 mm-hmm. and i just wonder where he ends up but i i'm gonna be pounding the table for him as a top 100 player oh yeah i think I if you himself. if you let him
0: slide into day three someone's gonna get a steal I, I... you know
1: who you know who i was thinking of a little bit like it's it's slightly different but i feel the way I feel about him is kind of how I
0: felt about Alon Taylor last year. And, uh, whoo, that worked out well. That is very different. But yeah, I, I can get that. I can get that. Why is that very different? I don't know. Just different guys. Different guys. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I just
1: mean feisty, smart, mm-hmm. physical, playing kind of nickel, playing safety. Always in the uh, right obviously, spot. Obviously, Alon Taylor's playing corner now on the inside yeah. for the Saints. But, um,. Yeah, Christopher Smith had a really good game. A freshman to watch is Michael Williams. We've yeah. seen him make some big plays in both playoff games. Uh, he looks like the next uh, Georgia stud yeah, potentially. The number four recruit in the class. Guy has an NFL body. He, well, he's the one guy who he, he he's the one guy who kind of took Paris Johnson to town on one yeah. play against the Buckeyes. Yeah.
0: And I was like, "That's a grown ass man. Yeah, he's gonna be a star." Um, I felt like this, the the really the most interesting part of this game was seeing all the next dudes up for Georgia.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Javon Bullard. Obviously, mm-hmm. we mentioned he recovered this fumble. Christopher Smith uh, forced he had the interception on the bad throw by Max Duggan. He had the other interception was was more of a good play by him. Uh, where he just kind of undercut the route.
0: Um, Bear Alexander. Bear Alexander. Two, two sacks. Uh, we, we, We've been talking about Malachi Starks all year. Yeah, yeah. And um, Branson Robinson, the running back. I, I think they call him Nick Chubb, and he looks a lot like Nick Chubb. I think he's like 5'10, 225 is a frosh. Uh, had a couple crazy runs. You know who, who really popped to me? It was Warren Brinson. I know he's not, he's a junior, but he looked very interesting going back. Um, I, like, you know, another just NFL body on the inside there, too. Um, and hey, we haven't mentioned Jalen Carter yet, who was a key
1: part of forcing an interception. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyone who said he no-showed in either of these games is Okay, na- last week I can I can get some of the criticism. Last week was
1: more about him being
0: gassed yeah. and it was like him being non-impactful cuz he had multiple pressures last week. Uh if if he said he no-showed in this game you are, you didn't watch the game or you don't know football, I feel like like like, he kept just cooking dudes with that fucking swim move of his. Yeah, man, and uh, like fucking that 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 splitting that double team to 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 set up the sack for. I think it was, I think it might have, might have been a uh, bear. Um, you know, just yeah, like th- no chance, just no. Ch- and then the next play was the the, the getting pressure on Doug to throw the pick. Like, I thought like even before those plays, like those were two impactful plays. But like, I thought he looked like Jalen Carter the entire game. Um, yeah, no, he was he was awesome. Always is. He
1: always uh, The guy who I th- I thought was interesting, Nazir Stackhouse, just like quiet guy playing next to him all year. He played a really good game against CCU. He's more of that that he's obviously not Jordan Davis, but more in that nose tackle mold, mold to Jalen Carter's kind of Devonte Wyatt. Um, I think he he's a guy who uh, like I maybe he'll turn pro, but if he goes back, like he's gonna, I think be one of the most impactful run stuffers in next year's draft class. I mean, I'm sure they'll have multiple freshman picks on this defense again next year. That, oh like... yeah, but I mean, both linebackers are true sophomores. Yeah, uh, Dumas Johnson and Monden. Um, who else did I've written down to mention? Darius Davis was kind of the only guy doing anything for TCU. I, I thought he so. had the fumble. Yeah, agreed. But like his speed is interesting. He's one of the best return men in this class. He's going to the Senior Bowl. Um.
0: He's yeah, he was kind of the lone bright spot, Uh wasn't that like Max Duggan played a bad game. Max Duggan was really bad. I, I think just you know the the the, the draft hype for him because like, I've seen some weird hype for him uh, comes from the fact that it's not a good quarterback class and he's gutsy.
1: He's
0: I, he's he's ta- no like legit. He's just
1: he keep like he's Taysom hilly. Um, yeah. If you look at the quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl right now, like I think he's the least interesting. It's it's Clayton Toon, it's Jaron Hall, it's Jake Kaner, it's him, it's Tyson. Bajan. Say last, yeah, Bajem from Shepard. Uh, like Duggan's. Duggan makes a
0: couple throws every once in a while because he's physically talented, but I don't know. I don't like, know how you watch this game. And I know it's Georgia. I know they're outmatched, but and the offensive line was big time outmatched. I don't um, know how
1: you watch this game. Think Max Duggan's worth a fourth round pick, but CJ Shroud's not worth a first round pick.
0: Do people think Cesar Shell's not worth a pick? Let me push my narratives. Georgia was supposed to go seven and five. <laughs> um, on the flip side, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk some Stetson Bennett. I feel like, um, yeah. My, my, my big my big question for you is,
1: what is Stetson Bennett as a prospect? Because obviously he's now going down as, like, is he he might be the most decorated player in georgia it's like him and Herschel walker uh unfortunately (laughs) good company yeah but stetson won two national championships in a row was a heisman finalist um made big plays when it mattered ohio state game that drive will go down in in bulldog lore uh put up numbers the last two years like the guy had 37 touchdowns this year 30 last year has such a great story like he is he going to be the most storied Georgia Bulldog? I mean, I saw people call him the greatest Georgia Bulldog. Like, obviously, he's not the best Georgia Bulldog, but the the most important, maybe. I don't know.
0: I I I mean, look, it's <laughs> but if if they had a you know a five star quarterback on this team, like if CJ Stroud was on this team, right? You don't but, think they went to natties, like <laughs> no, but but. At the
1: same time, like because I I feel like to to be the at least most important Georgia Bulldog of the Kirby Smart era, let's leave it at that. Let's say that because uh, we didn't see the that Vince Dooley national championship winning team. Um, I feel like what the the criteria is you had to be there for both teams. Yeah, I feel like that's important. Uh which Stetson obviously was. Um. You had to put up numbers. He did that. He was a spin finalist. Uh, he was playing the most important position. Like who else of was who was more important than him the last two years? Brock. Bowers. For, no, you, now we have to remove the NFL draft bias from it. I know. Least well, like, a quarterback. Like it's not a. It's not. A, you know. How I Brock think Bowers? Brock, Bauer, Brock Bowers was the best player on that offense the last two years. Yeah, but I think Stetson Bennett might have been. More important, I don't know. AJ, I, don't there, know. I, I will I, say this is a sick, Stetson Ben's a sickness. It is. I will say sick.
0: you can't you can't deny that there's a magic to him, and I feel like that's why his pro comp is clearly Brock Purdy. So as a prospect, now
1: you hear Kirby Smart talk about him like Stetson Ben is a is gonna check the IQ box. Uh, he's, going, he's old and wise. Yeah. Yeah, he's like twenty five. Uh, he's as old as Lamar, which is insane. Um, he's He plays within himself most of the time. He's accurate. He he moves well. I think that's super important. He's mobile. He's really small. He doesn't have a big arm. Like, is he really? I, we're seeing like early, like people are I, going yeah, off. Early, early day, day three. three. Yeah, no. I, I can't buy that. Um, I, now, I, I, hand up. I, I haven't dug into the assessment Bennett tape. Just because I've I've ignored the fact that he is anything, for this long, but
0: like I don't know I I, I don't know this is gonna be a weird draft. It's a bad um,
1: quarterback class too. So
0: so I saw I saw Bet Online uh put out the the numbers for like where he's gonna go. I think still undrafted is the favorite. Um, I don't think he's gonna go undrafted. He, no, he got, no way. He, he got some undrafted. drafted. Draft. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in this class. Um, especially who with draft
1: him in the seventh round just because of
0: who he is. is absolutely, he Stet- yeah, oh, absolutely. You know who? Like, like realistically, his, his like, who he could become, very, very similarly, Colt McCoy. I think that's like the realistic outcome for Stetson Bennett, like this re- realistic upside outcome. See the thing though, with like, uh, obviously, you're
1: saying that because Colt McCoy is one of the most Best college quarterbacks of the last oh, like since we've been born 20 years, yeah. Um, played in Anatta at Texas, played obviously. He, he got drafted earlier than he should
0: have won, the got league. hurt in Anatta, or else they would have won, but, yeah.
1: but has been a, a a very solid to good NFL backup his whole career. Let's say good back, he's been a good backup, his absolutely. Whole career. Yeah, you can he's, say found, he's been a good he's, backup, he, he's spot started, He he's he's been effective at the same time, like. Colt McCoy is much bigger than Stetson Bennett, and Colt McCoy is not that big. No. Like, Colt <laughs> McCoy is two inches taller and 25 pounds heavier. hmm Like, the thing about Stetson, it's less the height, and it's, honestly, it's funny because it's kind of the same conversation with Bryce Young, is we just haven't seen sub-200-pound quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you think that's going to be a real trend, or do you think it's, I don't know. Sub two hundred pound quarterbacks? Yeah, like do like me? No, I know. I'm just saying. But are they gonna? Is it gonna happen? I I I don't know.
1: It's you know what? We're gonna learn with Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett is a day uh, through. Sorry, is a first round sub two hundred pound quarterback possible? And is a day three sub two hundred pound quarterback possible?
0: I mean, because I think you had to know it's coming when you know the when the NFL isn't as worried about the height. And with with the lack of height it's just gonna come the lack of being able to put on that mass, right? Like But it's not weird, everyone can like, be the thick I mean, boy Russell Wilson. Like
1: Or but Kyle it's Kyler and Russell, and they're both just have different body shapes. But Stetson and Bryce Young have similar body shapes, right? Yeah. Uh no, it'll be interesting. Um Because there's gonna be more and more coming to college football, that that's for sure. What is what would you put the High, like, where do you think the absolute highest Stetson Bennett could get drafted is? The fifth round,
0: yeah, yeah. I I think I think we've seen goofier picks in that in that round. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes in the fourth round. I I would. Like,
1: it would be totally. I don't know. We've seen like Christian Hackenberg go in the second round. That's what I think of the NFL. Just is the NFL.
0: There's still so many old school football guys that are gonna talk themselves into the magic of Stetson Bennett
1: but I, and then at the same time the old school football guys are the ones who don't like the smaller quarterback Sure. it's, so it, it's going to be a, it's going to be
0: a tough time for old
1: school football guys
0: <laughs> you, okay you know what obviously stetson bennett has had his name tossed around a billion times and very well deserved i'm not talking prospects but just in general i think i feel like todd munkin doesn't get enough credit Tom Munken called a, a fantastic game. As he has for the last 30 games straight. Like he just didn't need to use the wide receivers to win games. Which he hasn't. I like I, I like I'm not I'm not trying to discredit anyone on this Georgia football team, but just for how many times, you know, we've said Seth and Bennett in the last five minutes and how many hits on Twitter, and how much, you know, adoration he's gotten in talk. I've seen very little Tom Munkin talk. And he's done a fantastic job the last two seasons. Absolutely unreal he'd be He's very, very time. high on my on my list for a head coaching job in college. I'd look at him for, for to come back to the NFL as an O C too. The Jets gonna give him a call. But why would you leave maybe, but why would you leave, right? Like unless it's a, it's head got a good thing gig. going. Exactly. Uh well any lasting thoughts on
1: the the Bulldogs of Georgia, the hypnotodes of Texas Christian
0: Fort Worth? Um, does Georgia three Pete? no just too much too much change i just years. think
1: it's too hard it is
0: it yeah it's, it's it's never been done in this era that's obvious they'll be back they, in the playoffs though i feel like that's like they do return
1: a ton on defense david like yeah yeah i think they'll be back in the playoffs they return a ton on defense obviously stetson's gonna be gone kenny MacDosh is gonna be gone Darnell Washington's going to be gone, but Brock Bowers will be back. They've got like a trillion running backs. Um, yeah. I guess it'll depend. Is, is Carson
0: Beck or Brock pretty, Vandegrift both, both blue chips. Beck looked pretty good. Yeah. Vandegrift's had the hype. Um, yeah, I think, I think Branson Robinson is going to be a star next year. Like there's, there's so many guys. Lad mcconkey has got is running back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think they'll be in the playoffs. Um, because I mean, Bama's is going to have a lot of uh, change too, right? So, and they're already down. Um, like, I don't see anyone that's going to dethrone them in the SEC, except for Joe Milton. But we'll save that for the for September, Rob.
1: All right. Well, we made through another college football regular season, so now it's time to put on our our work hats and uh, get ready for the the freaking NFL draft. It's our time of the year, baby.